I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Not being happy that the person responsible for a hellacious turn of events didn't get their comeuppance, feeling as though a character's return cheapened their initial demise, or just rejecting the fact that things were wrapped up too nicely as the dust settled on a flick, are just a few reasons why each of these folks bit the dust in the testing stage. I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com and here are 8 movie characters who were killed because of test audiences. Oh, and major spoilers ahead. Number 8, Carter Horton, Final Destination. As it turns out, the first Final Destination's leading light, Alex Browning, was saved from the Grim Reaper by test audiences on two occasions. They just didn't want to let go. An ending depicting Devon Sawa's character being electrocuted to death, with Clea Rivers then giving birth to his son nine months later, how convenient. And another presenting him being hit by a helicopter both didn't go down well with early viewers of the flick. But Alex's gain was unfortunately Carter Horton's loss in the end, as those who have sat through the film that kickstarted a whole horror franchise of unfortunate teens trying to evade death unsuccessfully know all too well at this point, Carter ultimately perished in the feature's closing scene. This sequence, which cost the studio millions to shoot post-test screenings, involves a massive neon sign splattering Carter in the middle of Paris just as the film cuts to black, resuming death's plan in the process and leaving you second-guessing signage for many years to come. Number 7. Freddy Krueger – Freddy vs. Jason Let's get the obvious point out the way early. Jason Voorhees undoubtedly carries the severed head of Freddy Krueger out of a lake, only for the latter to wink at the camera as the screen cuts to black and Freddy vs. Jason comes to a close. But as this was the last time we saw Robert Englund portray the iconic villain, and his head was not connected to his damn body, I am classing that as an out-and-out death on this list. Plus, this wasn't actually the original ending for the film either. Said initial conclusion would have seen Freddy's spirit possessing Jason Ritter's will, leading to a rather awkward moment as himself and Laurie celebrated Kruger's demise <clears throat> in bed. The sight of Freddy's infamous claws protruding through his fingers as Will became gradually more aggressive towards Monica Keener's character simply didn't go down well with audiences. Those in attendance 
Prince hated the ending so much that the bodiless fiend being dragged out of the lake by his nemesis was seen as the safer bet for its eventual release. Number 6. Daniel Craig Layer Cake In a case of the studio having one idea for an ending and a director having another, it was left up to the test audience to decide the fate of Daniel Craig's unnamed protagonist in Matthew Vaughn's Layer Cake. After the director secretly shot his preferred conclusion behind Sony's back, you cheeky boy. The studio favored the concept of the character driving off into the sunset once his story was told. But once both versions of the film's ending were screened to test audiences, it was clear exactly which finale the people wanted. Backing down once they realized just how popular the sight of Craig's character being gunned down after bragging about his intelligence was with those early viewers, Sony allowed Vaughn to proceed with the finale he'd had his heart set on from the beginning. It's safe to say that this was probably the right call, leaving audiences' jaws smacking the floor as the leading man had the smile wiped off his face by a sudden bullet to the chest, instead of the aforementioned unimaginative conclusion that was pitched by those higher up. Let's just uh, leave the directing to the directors, eh? How about that? Number 5. Merlin Kingsman The Golden Circle The death of Mark Strong's old reliable Merlin in Kingsman The Golden Circle was one of the few sequences within the Matthew Vaughn follow-up that saved the sequel from feeling like an all-round waste of time. Swapping himself in for Eggsy when the new Galahad steps on a landmine, Merlin proceeds to dispatch the evil Poppy Adams guards by releasing his foot from said explosive, but not before belting out Take Me Home Country Roads during his dramatic sacrifice. Originally, however, Merlin was set to return in the closing stages of the flick, as behind-the-scenes images from the set showed Mark Strong's character present at Eggsy's wedding. However, test audiences weren't a fan of the reveal that Merlin's heroic sacrifice had cost him his legs rather than his life, feeling this cheapened one of the film's most affecting moments. With that in mind, Vaughn opted to leave the footage of Merlin crawling back into the diner post-sacrifice and his eventual appearance at his colleague's wedding sporting prosthetic legs on the cutting room floor. Number 4. Robert Neville – I Am Legend Those who'd read the novel upon which 2007's I Am Legend was adapted from before entering the theatre were likely left scratching their heads in the film's closing stages. That's because in the aforementioned Richard Matheson book, Robert Neville comes to the realization that he himself is the monster in the eyes of the infected mutants he's been fending off for years and eventually experimenting on. The film originally ran with this conclusion, depicting the alpha dark seeker recovering his mate from Neville's clutches as the doctor realizes what he has become in their eyes. But test audiences rejected the idea of Neville being painted as the villain from the dark seeker's point of view. So in Instead of this thoughtful finale, the decision was made to have the Alpha Darkseeker violently charge at Neville as the latter sacrificed himself with a grenade to ensure the cured blood of the female Alpha could be preserved with Anna. It definitely made for a more action-packed finish to the film, but many still understandably argue that the lazier ending was released into cinemas around the world. Number 3. Alex Forrest – Fatal Attraction When it came to Glenn Close's Alex Forrest in 1987's Fatal Attraction, the increasingly obsessed and deranged character was always destined for a grim end. 
After Michael Douglas's Dan Gallagher has an affair with Forrest early in the flick, this decision comes back to haunt him as Alex resorts to gradually more drastic tactics to get close to and terrorize Dan and his family. Initially, Forrest's obsession eventually led to the character killing herself via slitting her throat with a knife handled by Dan, framing him for her murder. A tape found by Dan's wife, Beth, containing audio exposing Alex's threats to end her own life to Dan would eventually acquit him of said murder in the end, but audiences still weren't satisfied with her demise. So instead of having her take her own life, Alex was killed by Beth in a pulsating closing stretch which saw the home invader being gunned down in the bathroom. However, Close fought to retain the original conclusion as she personally felt, as revealed in the 2002 DVD commentary, it made perfect sense that her character would self-destruct and commit suicide. That being said, the actor did concede that the new ending likely helped make the film the success it eventually was, admitting it gave audiences a sense of catharsis seeing her character dispatched by Beth. Number 2. Roland Bishop Juice Much like Alex Forrest in Fatal Attraction, Tupac Shakur's Roland Bishop was doomed not to make it to the end of Ernest R. Dickerson's Juice either way. However, the nature of his demise was changed subtly after test audiences first laid their eyes on his original ending. Dickerson initially filmed the sequence which saw Omar Epps' Q trying desperately to hold on to Bishop after the pair's rooftop scrap led to the antagonist dangling over the edge. In that moment, Bishop heard sirens closing in and calmly told Q, I'm not going to jail, before loosening himself from his crew members' grips. However, audiences were having none of this ending that the director himself felt had more weight, not agreeing with the fact that Bishop was able to decide his own fate. So after being told by the film's producers that we may not support the movie in the way you want it to be supported if they opted to not alter the ending, the death scene was changed to Bishop slipping from Q's grasps after pleading with him to don't let me go. He may have taken a mortal fall in both versions, but the director ultimately had to sacrifice these more poignant final moments due to some unsatisfied test subjects. Number 1. Dr. Susan McAllister, Deep Blue Sea It's very rare to see a test audience outright call for the death of a film's leading character. For the most part, this person is the driving force behind the feature they've been witnessing for the last two hours. So to see them bite the dust before the credits roll is usually a surefire way of pissing off the folks paying their hard-earned cash to take in your flick. That was definitely not the case for Deep Blue Sea's Dr. Susan McAllister, though. The story goes the film's creators weren't expecting their audience to feel such a deep hatred towards McAllister as they did. In their minds, the person behind the experiment that saw the film's sharks eventually go on a rampage was the heroine of the story. Go figure. The audience clearly felt otherwise, with director Rennie Harlan revealing that some test cards following the original screened ending revealed statements such as kill the bitch. Harlan eventually decided on a quick one-day reshoot that would involve McAllister not surviving once she found herself in the shark-infested water late in the day, giving the people what they unexpectedly but undoubtedly wanted by the time the film was officially released. If the people want to see you get eaten by a shark, best to give the people what they want. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.